This week's episode is sponsored by Current Jerker Designs. When you're a promoter of any kind, one main obstacle you face is, how do I get more attention for my business? With Current Jerker Designs, you get over 10 years of experience with their creative marketing services. Reach out to Derek Sharp at currentjerkerdesigns.com. Again, that's currentjerkerdesigns.com, or you can email Derek directly to Derek at currentjerkerdesigns.com. <laughs> ever, ever, two heels in a face. I want to be the very best, like no one ever was. To catch them is my real test, to train them is my cause. Thanks for listening to this episode of Tuesday in the Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, we have a show preview coming to you. It's a special special uh, kind of show. And when I say that, I mean the, uh, the the where the proceeds are going, the name of it, the, the, the booker in this case, the mind behind it, or at least some of the mind behind it. Um, it's a Black Label Pro show. I guess they've... Not your average show, because like I said, it's kind of like got that almost that GCW style feel where like someone, you know, it, the show is branded towards someone, yeah, yeah, yeah. a certain mm-hmm. individual. They get to kind of call the shots. Um, and we're going to have a guest on the t- to kind of talk about that show. Um, but first, Chris, what's up, man? How you been? What's up? It's, I've, been, I've been doing good. Um, I have to show you. You got up earlier to before we started recording to get a beer. Okay. But I am drinking <laughs> a Broken Skull American Lager from El Segunda Brewery. How is it? Um, it's pretty good. I mean, but if you ask me, I, I prefer the uh the IPA. Uh yeah. this American Lager is a little light, but uh but yeah, definitely the, the IPA would be my go to, but you know, it's it's good that I actually got to try it. Um it's apparently in a binnies near here somewhere. I don't know if it's the one on like 95th Street or the one in Orland Park. Okay. But uh, it came from there. Um, um, a friend of mine got it. Um, what is that service? Instacart. Right. Got it Instacarted to, to the house for my birthday. So I'm, I've am i been drinking a few, tossing them down. They're pretty good. Can't complain. It's uh, what's the 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 slogan, right? That Dicka would say in the Benny's commercials: "If you can't find it at Benny's, it's probably not worth drinking." So you can find this at Benny's, you apparently. Can find it. Yeah, it's some Benny's, yeah, for sure. Benny's is a magical place, man. I love Benny's. I will just go and walk around in there and look at things. Just look at things that I'll never drink, but so like just kind of like stare a, at them. Drunk, drunks, man, Home Depot. You know? Yeah, I, it, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I guess are you calling drinking my craft then instead of like carpentry? I, I like to or... think my drinking as a craft, of course. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, you know, it's you know a, a carpenter, someone who likes working with with tools, will just go to Home Depot probably when he has time and just like, you know, it's like a uh uh I'm, I'm not. I don't know. Whoever buys the groceries in the household, right? Sometimes, like you, just, the person just likes going to trips to Costco. Like I kind of uh, like that. I love you, Costco. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like that as well. I think that I think Costco kind of breaks gender barrier norms. But like, uh, you know, whoever 
it's just like uh, like almost like shopping is just like therapeutic to some people. Like go exactly. walk around Benny's for me is that feeling. You know? Therapeutic, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, so, some so, would I say mean, that. Oh, sorry, I don't know where we were going with that, but I was gonna say wrestling is therapeutic. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You know, and absolutely. you get beer along along with that as well. So yeah, I have a. I was gonna say you. I'm glad you know you can't be slamming those he- like four or five of those heavy IPAs. I was gonna say that, but then like contradictory, the <laughs> thing I am drinking is a bl- a blue moon moose. Excuse me, blue moon moon haze. Oh, okay. I had think I've had that before it's their juicy pale ale um not india pale ale but just hazy juicy pale ale okay did you ever uh, get to try the orchata blue moons no wow that sounds amazing are those good it, it sounds amazing it's uh, it's it's okay i, I know, see the effort <laughs> yeah 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 you know what? this is honestly just okay too mm-hmm. like it doesn't beat a regular blue moon at, but like just get a regular blue moon i think you know i appreciate it. yeah you know they make it the the marketing on it and everything is really cool, but so yeah, worth it. All right, so as we said, um, you know we're we're here to talk about our upcoming show. This show is going to take place June fourth, but before I release any more details, uh, we do have a friend, the Booker of this event, um, the mastermind, and I mean his name is on the show. I mean you can't be a Booker if you're not putting yourself away, right? So, <laughs> all right. Well, let's bring it's in Tyler. You are, I guess. <laughs> just, just messing with him. How's it going, Tyler? What's up, guys? Thanks Tyler. for having me on. I appreciate uh, the introduction too. Yeah. To hey, you, man. man. Uh, congrats, Brad. Thank Clap you. It appreciate it. Uh, yeah, you can also see. Uh, I had my cap on the entire time. <laughs> You're sunburned. <laughs> it was like I was so mad because when I got home, my aunt even was like, uh, "Your face is getting pretty red," and I was like, "Oh, like it wasn't even that sunny." And then like I look and like there's just a straight line across. <laughs> it's pretty oh, brutal, God. man. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, yeah. I think the tan part looks great. Right? Yeah. Like I was happy I got some sun, but like the fact that it's so far down and there's just the top part that's still like super white i'm like oh, great. you got any hats you could you could put yeah on? yeah i that's why i was like uh, if i go anywhere this weekend i'm definitely just gonna have to rock a hat and like especially if i go to freelance people will be like uh it's like eight o'clock at night why are you wearing a hat i'll just be like uh don't don't ask <laughs> it's like, a question I'm, I'm, I'm doing parking lot security yeah. um so yeah tyler tyler edwards um i mean i think if you go to shows you go if you go to black label pro right freelance Yep. You know who this person is. Uh, Prince Petty, I believe, is your Twitter handle for those yes. who may, might just know you digitally. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, uh, so someone who's basically been helping kind of Black Label Pro for a while, like a while now, ever since they kind of started, right? And how, how old are Is that like a couple of years now? Yeah. So I know Mikey started Black Label in, gosh, I think it was like right at the end of 2017. I think he okay. ran like two or three shows like at the end of 2017 beginning of 2018 i didn't end up going uh to my first show until i think it was like april of 2018 okay and then basically for like the first i'd say like year or so i was just going to the shows as a fan and then when they did the new york uh mania weekend that was mm-hmm. the first time he had asked me. He's like, do you want to help out? And I yeah. jumped at the opportunity. So, yeah, basically started out just like doing 
whatever needed to be done, like at the show was like one of the members of the crew and then just started getting more involved. And I think he could tell too, like I was someone who definitely was like interested in doing more and wanted to like take on a bigger role. So uh, I think it would have been what that summer 2019 towards like the end of 2019. Okay. I think is like when we had actually talked about like me coming on as like partial owner and stuff and like taking on a bigger role. So, Oh, wow. I didn't know. So I knew that you had a, like, yeah, I knew that you were doing a lot, but I didn't know what is explained like the, the partial owner. Is that official? Is that, that's been a thing? Yeah. Yeah. I would say, I mean, I'm sure if you asked him to, he wouldn't be like, Oh no, Tyler's just saying that. Um, (laughs) Yeah. No. So like, it's been a really good like partnership because we work really well as a group between like me, him, his wife, Jess, like okay. having the three of us, it's easier to like break everything up. So like for shows, yeah. usually like I'll take care of flights, hotel, all that stuff, paying everyone after the show, all that fun, exciting stuff. Um, and then like we'll all come together and figure out like putting the shows together themselves, figuring out like the exact like card. Uh, Mikey usually himself will do like the actual match order and stuff. Cause that's something like he's really good at. Right. Um, but yeah, I think like it helps too, because especially with all three of us, like we all have a different perspective of wrestling. So especially okay. when it comes to even suggesting, uh, suggesting people to use on the shows and stuff, like there's a good variety between the three of us. So okay. it's definitely a good collaborative effort. And I think too, another thing that helps, cause I've talked with this about a few other, uh, with a few other people recently is like, there's not really that whole like power struggle or anything where like, Oh, like my ideas are better. We should only use mine. And like, yeah. everyone's open. Like we all like come together collaboratively and like, we don't really ever have any like, Oh, well it's not my idea. So I don't want to do it. Okay. Well, that's cool. Is it, is this uh so I, I want to ask a question before I want to ask a, a, a sub question before I get into another question, because I'm curious about are you so when you're booking flights, are you just a flight hawk? Because obviously you want to get you're paying yes. for the person's transportation. Right. But sure, if you could cut fifty dollars off that flight. Oh, yeah. You know, that yeah. would save, so what, save yeah. like how are you, and how are you doing that? Like I use Hopper, but I don't know if you're doing that or what. I haven't used that. The big one I use is uh, Skyscanner. I don't know if okay. you've heard of that website. Oh, I heard about that just recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone had tipped me off to that site a while ago, and I've been using that. And then also, I'll just be paranoid and like check all of the airlines like periodically, okay. like pretty much every morning. Like I'll quickly glance and see if like there is anything that pops up like surprisingly cheaper. But that's why usually too, like a big thing we'll do is try to figure out like any of the talent we use that'll definitely be a fly-in, because especially since like the beginning of this year flights in general have just yeah. been insane yeah. right and like before like uh even when we did our first show back in september as a part of all out weekend like three four weeks out you could still get flights like 50 60 70 dollars one way but like now you're lucky if you can get a flight one way for like 120 130 right. Like flight prices have definitely gone up. So that's been something too that like we've had to take in consideration. But uh, same thing even with just people that drive in, like gas prices alone have been crazy everywhere. So even that, like 
it's usually more if like we cover someone's trans if they're driving into the show from like a good distance out so yeah nice yeah um and because i know like people can go people listening can go back in the the archives and like we've done a like a full buffet line episode with you Mm -hmm. where we just kind of get to know you more as like a fan and a person uh obviously like this is a little bit more like like we're we're let's preview the show we want to promote the show etc and i don't remember if we had a conversation about um you wanting to get into booking i don't know if we if that was ever on your radar like was that ever on your radar or were you like this is something i would want to do and i i i think i can get like do it yeah so like i i can't remember either because it was yeah. a while ago <laughs> that we did that episode my memory right. is not that good um but like it's definitely something that like i don't think when i started like my end goal was like becoming a booker or anything like that or healthy right um i think it was just like kind of like right place right time and like i've been lucky too that like mikey could tell i would take it seriously and like that he trusted me too because so far also i think it has helped that like the people i have recommended or suggested like pretty much all the time i haven't really had anybody that i was like oh we should definitely use this person and then like it was a total flop and mikey was like why did you suggest that (laughs) like i think that helps too but like i think we have such a good friendship in general too and like we hit it off once we actually started talking more outside of the shows themselves that i think that's why he was comfortable um trusting me to do more and like offering me the position and yeah like for me, even though it wasn't something I had really thought of doing, like I jumped on it right away because I thought it was a cool opportunity. And it's definitely like it's had its challenges, but like at the end of the day, it's worth it and definitely rewarding. So nice. What is the what's like the because I don't know how what, there's no unless you were a wrestler, there's probably no like training school on how to become a promoter. Right. I oh, mean, yeah. It's kind of probably like learn from from others <laughs> trial by fire. Yeah. Uh, what is like, what's, what's been a really difficult thing for you? I think honestly, like for us personally, which I'm sure you could tell just from like following along when we announced stuff for our shows is like card subject to change heavily. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, usually like if like we start announcing everything and nothing's come up yet, I start just getting that like, myself i just start dreading like okay what's gonna happen something's Mm -hmm. gonna happen where someone's either gonna be hurt or they have to pull off or something or like you know something's gonna have to be changed or something Mm -hmm. uh i know another one too i keep joking with him uh anthony green the nicest guy love having him would recommend him like to any company he's someone you would definitely want to have just in your locker room and like he'll always have like one of the best matches on the card and he can work well with pretty much anyone and everyone. But uh, I keep asking him, I'm like, what have you done that like all the airlines have it out for you? Because uh, (laughs) the last two shows, not counting uh, when we did Dallas in mania week. And I think even back in September, uh, there's been a couple instances where like the morning of like, he's been either like through security on the plane and like ready to take off. And he said to text me and be like, Oh, Hey, my flight just got canceled. And I was like, Uh, so yeah, uh, it's definitely, uh, yeah, very hectic. And, uh, just this last show, 
uh, what was it? Yeah, Fancy Wrestling. We did that at the beginning of right. May. Uh, his text woke me up because I always forget that he's uh, the hour ahead because he's East Coast time. So it was like five in the morning and he's like, hey, man, I made it through security, was in line, ready to get on the plane. And they just straight up canceled my flight. And I was like, oh, OK. And it didn't help, too, because normally we'll start like, you know, three, four o'clock in the afternoon. So there's some wiggle room time wise. But with us starting at noon, like I had to like panic, quickly look up, see if there was anything at all that was still like flying out early. Right. that would get him here in time. And yeah, luckily there was one other flight that he had to run to another terminal, book the flight himself at the airport because it was too late to book oh, wow. it outside. And yeah, thankfully somehow made it. But yeah, this is a, uh, it, it happens almost every show with him and it's, that's why I, I just feel like he's cursed. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if all the airlines just have him on a list or something that like, Hey, like, Oh, he's flying today. Like let's mess with him. So yeah, no, it's crazy it's, stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. So um, there's definitely been crazy stories like that with just travel and okay. stuff that is out of our control. But Yeah. Um, the fancy wrestling show, it looked interesting because of the, I saw the old school rough shirts and stuff. Yes. Um, yeah. You guys are running different. Like, it's in our it's in our Twitter bio or our Instagram bio. We embrace being different. I mm-hmm. think it's cool that you guys are doing different stuff like that. Oh, yeah. uh, how did that show go, just overall and like the theme of that and everything? Oh, it went great because uh, I know like the biggest thing we were all talking about after the show, especially too, is like we encouraged fans to dress up and like we even did the contest for like best dressed fan or whatever. Okay, and nice. we were hoping we'd get like a decent amount of the fans to at least dress up a little bit. So not everyone was showing up in like shirt jeans or shorts or whatever, but like, I'd say the overwhelming majority, like I'd say more people actually dressed up for the show than didn't. So I think it just added to the whole theme of the show. Yeah. Like made it more successful. Cause like, I know, uh, Jess, uh, she went all out. Like she even got decorations. I don't know if uh, I'm pretty sure you could tell on the stream, but like she had even gotten a red carpet for when you walked out of the curtain, nice. uh, had found a nice backdrop that looked, uh, I think that's what the refs took the picture by. We taped it up against the wall. So there was a nice little backdrop for anybody that wanted to take pictures and stuff. So yeah, like it definitely was really cool. And I think that was something that it actually ended up being such a big hit that I think that's something Mikey might want to end up doing regularly like uh, how we do Slamilton usually as our big yearly event. Right. And I think that's something that like everybody said, like we should maybe consider doing like as a yearly event. So cool. That's awesome. Um, and then speaking of shows, yes. Yeah, the reason why we're here, Tyler's yes. day off. Yes. Uh, June 4th, mm-hmm. uh, RDS gym in Crown Point, Indiana. Do I have that right? Yep. Yeah. Same venue as we usually run BLP shows. Uh, only difference is uh, because I got carried away booking too many people <laughs> in too many matches. Uh, we split it up between two shows. So there'll be the usual three o'clock start. And then we're also doing a seven o'clock show. So <laughs> you, do, you book two shows. You do that on yes. purpose. I mean, kind of, yeah. I think I had that in the back of my head. I was like, ah, we have the building for so long on those days anyway. And I know Mikey had been talking about uh, maybe doing two shows in a day. Like we did those few during like the start of the pandemic. Because oh, okay, yeah. uh, I know, I think him and Jess had mentioned that uh, like the days we have the building, we have it from like, I think 1 p.m. to 11 p.m. 
So like even with doing one show, like setup takes like no time at all. And same thing with teardown. It goes so quick that we were thinking about sometime this summer doing the two shows in a day because mm-hmm. like we'll already have everyone there. It won't cost any extra because we'll already have paid for the building. IWTV will already be there, all that stuff. So it sort of would make sense to do a second show. Um, so yeah. yeah, that's why I definitely uh when Mikey checked in and was like, so how much stuff do you have booked already? And I was like, ah, like if everyone can do it, I was like, I'm probably already at like 13 matches already. And he's like, (laughs) (laughs) okay. Yeah. That was his reaction too. He was like, what? And I was like, shouldn't you be happy? That's usually what we do for BOP shows is like, you know, 11, 12, 13 match cards. So, uh, (laughs) he just, uh, suggests he's like, maybe we should do the two shows starting with yours. And I was like, all right, cool. That means like even more stuff I could book. So I was all for it. Oh, is, so is the second show different? Like, yeah. So differently. Yeah. Uh, or what do you mean? Like it'll yeah, still be, it's still all Tyler's day off. Yeah. It's still all day. Tyler's day okay. off. Um, it's just, uh, I guess. Yeah. It's, uh, it's stupendous. It's my WrestleMania. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, a lot of this stuff, I definitely, uh, I kind of went heavy on announcing matches for the 3 PM show right now. I'd say I pretty much have most of that show announced already. And then like the rest of this week, uh, next week, and maybe leading into like week of, I'll announce the rest of the stuff for like the 7 PM show. How did this idea even, how did this idea even start? Were you just something you were pressing for? And then Mikey like just gave you the reins and. And, um, and, and the budget. <laughs> so it wasn't really even anything I had to press him about. It, this was probably like, God, like two, three years ago. Um, I don't even think I had started like helping with the booking yet or anything. Okay. But like one time when I was hanging out with him, I think I jokingly brought up like, oh, when I finally graduate college, like I'd love to do my own show or like I have total control and I could just book whoever. And like he like right away was like, oh yeah, that'd be cool. Like you should definitely do that. And I was like, oh, okay, oh, wow. awesome. Mm-hmm. So knowing that he was already okay with the idea and didn't just blow it off, since I had that in the back of my mind, I had just started slowly like saving, setting aside money for if I did want to actually do it. Once like it got closer to me actually finishing up with school. So at the end of last year is when like I really started talking to him more about it and was like, okay, I think it's something I'm definitely going to want to do. Let's try to figure out. And yeah. I was like, I still wanted to keep it like a black label pro show. That's why like, I know when I talked to him and Jess originally about it, like I said, I didn't want to just do like a random, like, Oh, Hey, here's all these random matches that don't make any sense. And are just like out there, whatever. I wanted to kind of keep things tied in with BLP and like stuff we have currently going on. So, uh, okay. Yeah. I think, uh, probably all the way back in like December and then right around the time I announced, uh, the show in January on my birthday, like I had already been talking to people about like booking them for that date. Cause I already had the date locked in like way in advance and stuff. And my whole thing was like, as long as none of the bigger companies were running a show that weekend, like I wanted to make sure I had first dibs on whoever I wanted to use. Yeah. So. It sounds like. If he if he was I, I mean I don't know Mikey I think Mikey is someone we want to have on because 
Oh yeah, you guys. Because we, I, I got a bone to pick with him with all this Sting slander that's out oh, there. Oh, like, okay, yeah. <laughs> this yeah. Luger versus Sting, and yes. like, I can make sure I comment on every single time he says something or does something. Well, so, I'm glad you do because that's why I'll throw him under the bus myself, and I'm like, that's like his own thoughts and opinions. Like that doesn't reflect <laughs> what I think. And like the worst part about it is too is like I'm sure you guys know like. There's so many people that'll just say whatever on Twitter to get like, you know, engagement, get sure, a bunch of retweets sure. or whatever, mm-hmm. get people talking. He like whatever he tweets out, like especially that stuff about Lex Luger, it's so much worse because he genuinely believes it. Like I've had these conversations with him, like when I've hung out with him and just talked with him and it, like I thought he was crazy and like he genuinely believes anything he tweets out, it's not just to like get people get talking or you know yeah. yeah get a reaction like it's a hundred percent that's his belief so he's been indoctrinated by some i don't know who did it or what <laughs> what form of media yeah. uh brainwashed or something um but it sounds like he if he was saying this before like he said he kind of gave you the okay to do this before mm-hmm. you'd even really started helping yeah it's kind of sounding like he it's, it's kind of sounding like he i i know you guys might have had a friendship or like a close friendship at that, but it kind of sounded like he had this vision of you. I don't know. Like maybe he wanted to take you under his wing or like, like saw something in you where it was like, yeah, this guy, this guy could kind of help. Cause he kind of gave you the permission to do this show before right. many other things. So it kind of seemed like he was, you wanted to be in that mentor role, but I don't know. I might be speaking for him, but. Oh yeah. No, I definitely think like that was part of it too. And I think that's why like, he's been so helpful and like it's definitely felt like a mentor role because i think he realized too like once i started helping out like i have no problem like he asked me to do something i'll do it and then if it's something i'm not sure about like i'll just check with him right away and be like hey how should i go about this what would you do you know get his advice on things and like i think since he noticed that right away i think that's why he trusted me so much and was willing to like gradually let me do more and more and to where I'm like in the position I am in now. So, yeah. Is the, is the theme, sorry, Chris, if I just keep cutting at any time you want is, uh, is, uh, is the time. Okay. So it it has a, a, the show kind of the theme, the, the show is the reward for your graduation. Once again, Yes. Congrats, yeah. congrats on that. That's what it, se- it feels like, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's definitely what it is. Like, okay. Because part of it, too, was like, I didn't want to just do like the usual, like, oh, hey, let's throw a grad party. I was like, that'd be boring. Like, it wouldn't be fun. So I was like, me doing my own wrestling show would be like 10 times better than doing any sort of grad party or whatever. So. Yeah. And then it kind of has the Ferris Bueller's Day Off yes, type that, theme that is in, exactly right, where he what, ditches yeah. school. So that was the whole thought. I'm, I'm kind Which, of reading between the yes, lines. Yes, I, I definitely had a few people with the uh, snarky remarks like, well, if you're booking everything, isn't it Mikey's day off? And uh, <laughs> like, all right, yeah, obviously it's his day off, but like, I'm going with the theme of the movie, okay? Like, let me have this one. Like, just pretend the logic doesn't exist on this, all right? Yeah, so, yeah. Did you get a little, maybe a little, uh, maybe you should come out with a little pop and circumstance at the beginning. Oh, and God. the cap and gown again, and then introduce the show in the middle of the ring. What do you think? No, I, I think I'm going to avoid doing anything like that. Because I know, uh, yeah, Mikey was the first one to give me a hard time. Like, oh, so are you just making the poster like yourself front and center? And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, no, I actually want people to like show up to the show. So like, you know, I'll make sure I put who's actually wrestling on the show. So 
Yeah, absolutely. So that's a good transition to get into that. Uh, I and we obviously we would think, you know, I mean, there was one person for sure that was going to be booked on this show the second I heard about it. She, her name maybe was probably two. at the top of the list. Maybe two, maybe two. <laughs> yeah. But I would never think you, you would put. Yeah, it's not about you. It's about the talent for sure. Right. Uh, but Chris, like, what talent is on this show? Uh, we can go into the talent, but I also just before we do that, I okay. do want to talk about. So first things first, right? And and. I was just psyched about the fact that you bought the domain. I, I'm an impulse domain buyer. Yeah. But the fact that you got the domain, like I'm like, not a lot of promotions do that. So please get your domains, people. Yes. Um, <laughs> you got the domain, made it an easy link to buy tickets. Mm-hmm. So if you need tickets and you're planning going to the show, Tylersdayoff.com. Yep. Simple. No so event bright slash S slash yes. 542 yes. slash oh. none of that. That is one thing that Mikey is always great about. Uh, he will like once we come up with a name for a show, like Fancy Wrestling, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he instantly went, grabbed it, uh, and like, and if something like that that's more common, like Fancy Wrestling, if it was taken, like he'll just do the smart thing and add like BLP, BLP, yep. Fancy or something, something that's easy so people could easily find the link rather than like yeah. some long like drawn out bunch of slashes like can't type it in off the <laughs> as our as our resident tech guy where i'm gonna point that it, 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 disturb, it disturbs yeah, the, the, the flip screen's been throwing me up i'm like yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's something that just irks chris as, as a resident tech guy so. but also on, on the other side you, like what will come my attention is that 100 of the profits of the show will be donated to kranz and colitis foundation yes yeah so that was another thing i wanted to do uh especially because like I had talked with a few people about it, even like last year and stuff. And there was a few people since like sponsorships were definitely a thing that uh, became big over the pandemic. There was a few people that were like, oh, you could definitely get that thing fully sponsored. And I was like, well, like, I don't want to just take people's money and be like, oh, hey, I'm running this wrestling show. Like, I'm doing this all myself. Like, hey, mm-hmm. sure, I'll take all your money so I can just make a bunch of money off of it. Sure. I was like, I, I'd feel too weird and would feel kind of guilty if I did that. So I was like, if I do go that route, I was like, at least let me try to do something good. So then that way, like, if I do that, then I won't have to feel guilty. So once I thought of doing that, it instantly popped in my head and it was a no brainer was to donate 100% of the profits to the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. Since one, I have Crohn's, it's something that I know all too well. And like, that's why it took me so long to get through college and everything. So Yeah. yeah, I figured it. So yeah, it's Part me, uh, just a huge ego stroke running my own show. Uh, part <laughs> uh, Brad Party slash like trying to do something good too, so I don't look like a huge jerk. <laughs> I think that's. Uh, I mean, we've we've talked to and, and they've been open about it too, right? So Lainey Luck, oh, yeah. we've talked to um, Val. Um, so you know, and, and the fact, I and mean, you shared your story with us last time. So like, yeah, putting putting some, uh, you know, so. I mean, you're putting effort behind it. You're putting money to fund it. Mm-hmm. Um, and sure, there's sponsorship opportunities here and there. But at the end of the day, you know, seeing that profits are going to go to a beneficial cause like that, like it's it speaks volumes. And it's, you know, it, it's a fun time at the end of the day for everyone right. or a good cause. Yep, so, exactly. Wanted to make sure we, we, we talked about that. It's, it's important. I agree. Uh, but, you, you know, you're talking about two shows, the AM, the PM show, Tyler's Day Off 1 and 2. Uh, stupendous weekend um yeah. but you know all so let's go through the talent right some talent announced 
um, just individually. Initially, we, you know, right off the back, I don't know if it was the first one, but it's the first one I saw. Effie. Yep. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, we have Isaiah Velasquez, one mm-hmm. one of the, the ones that we expected on the card. Yeah, I know. Um, it, big shock when I announced that. Like, <laughs> probably, you probably reached Doc to him about this like a year ago, right? Uh, Yeah, I mean, honestly, <laughs> like when I made the tweet, I, I think I even put like I've been annoying him for months. It's probably been longer. Like it's been close to at least a year because like I had brought it up to him and Kylie right away. And I was like, you two like are definitely going to be on the show. Like I'm going to annoy you until you finally agree to do this. And he was like, ah, all right, we'll, we'll see. Like, I'm sure I'll do it. And like Kylie was on board right away. And like, I was like, I'll move the date. Like if the date doesn't work, like <laughs> I, do it, I was like, I need like you two are the two I want on the show the most. So yeah, finally, like, right. Probably like around the time I was getting ready to announce it. He's like, all right, all right, I'll do it. I'll do it. So yeah, I definitely and asking him uh, for a year, a pandemic year. Yes, I, that, that's yeah. a long way, you know. Yep. Uh, Jake something, Chris Bay, and there's a, a a meet and greet with Christopher Daniels. Yes, yeah. So that one, I'm still kind of surprised that it actually came together. Uh, okay. So I initially met him and introduced myself down in Dallas during uh, WrestleMania weekend. Because uh, he was at RussellCon, and mm. I had to go one of the days because I'm sure both of you know, or anybody that knows Mikey well enough now, he's definitely gotten deep in the wrestling, like autographs, memorabilia, like, you know, all the promos he'll post. Uh, okay. He definitely is, like, deep, deep, deep in the game with, like, buying, <laughs> buying promos, flipping them, buying unsigned ones to get signed. So of course, since I was the one going down to Dallas, he's like, Hey, can you go to WrestleCon one of these days and get all these promos signed? So I was like, sure, man. Like would love to. So uh, how you doing his dirty work? <laughs> yes. I, I think I've become more so just his uh, promo lackey and just get all his stuff signed for him when I right, go. Right. Uh, but yeah, so I was walking around and I noticed he was at one of the tables. I think he was, who was he next? Oh, yeah, he was by uh, Danhausen. So I stopped, said uh-huh. hey to Danhausen since I know him. Uh, then, since he was literally at the table right next to him, I was like, screw it. I, I just need to do it. I, and so I introduced myself, let him know I help out with BLP and everything, asked him for his email, uh, asked, you know, pretty much told him, like, we would love to book him sometime this year if it worked with his schedule. Because I also told him, like, you know, not sure what all you could do. But he was awesome. Uh, I sent him an email probably like within an hour or two of leaving there just so I also wouldn't forget since it was a hectic weekend. And like he would respond pretty much like instantly. Uh, He was great to deal with and it was super easy to lock in the date. I just threw the date out there just like as a, hey, you know, maybe if you could do this one. And I'd sent, I think, some of our other dates over the summer and stuff. And right away he's like, yeah, June 4th works for me. So I was like, oh. Like awesome. <laughs> so yeah, asked about the meet and greet too, and yeah, he was all for it. So yeah, he like could not have been easier to like work with, and like he was awesome. So yeah, why why him? Just I mean, like he's obviously he's, a, he's an amazing wrestler, and it sounds like a really good dude. But he, yes. I mean, when you have the entire indie sphere as a potential. Like mm-hmm. that's where I'm kind of like that's where I'm like curious is like why your brain goes to certain places because I think that can really give a people a clear picture of like what to expect with this show maybe. 
Right. So, yeah, especially with all of the names that are out there, which I think you'll be able to tell from everyone that I booked for the show. I definitely tried to just make it like sort of like a souped up indie, like all star super show because okay. like, I have some guys booked from the East Coast. I have some guys booked down south, like Texas, all that I have some West Coast guys. And I definitely went heavy on the indie names and stuff. And that's why I was like, I should probably look into seeing if I could get like at least one kind of bigger name that's, you know, been around for a while. Somebody that isn't like still just an indie guy looking to break out because I wanted to have like a good variety on the show, too. Okay. So that's why uh, Daniel. Wrestling was Buffet? Was that, is that what you're saying? A wrestling, wrestling Buffet? buffet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We'll, we'll tie in with the show. Yeah. I want, I want the buffet. <laughs> Um, so yeah, since I'd already talked to him down in Dallas, he was definitely somebody I was like, Oh, I could definitely consider doing that. And then also since I'm sure you guys know, Mikey is such a huge, uh, TNA fan, especially the OG days. Okay. Uh, I was like, Oh, how great would it be if I booked a TNA guy for my show? (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, when I told him I got Daniels, he's like, uh like how like what and like <laughs> remember I, that convention you sent me to <laughs> yeah he was uh he was i think like equally surprised and then like offended that like i would do that to him but i know he's already excited because uh i'm sure i'm gonna have to warn christopher daniels to probably show up like an hour early for the meet and greet because i'm sure mikey will have like probably like 20 or 25 like promos and posters for him this time right so, yeah it was uh but yeah, so I thought it'd be something cool, cool. something different, uh, especially tying in with uh, what Mikey and Jess usually like to do with BLP. I thought it would be something different, and like especially the match with Warhorse. Like since once I locked him in, I definitely wanted him to wrestle like one of the BLP like regulars mainstays that people associate with the company. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Warhorse was an easy decision, and I definitely thought it would be one of those matches that, like, I feel like BLP is known for, where you don't necessarily think of it, but then once you see the match, you're like, oh, like, I can't wait to see that match. Like, that's, yeah. So, yeah. When you have him, I- when you have him who obviously was on the Indies for so long, mm-hmm. but then he kind of, he's kind of can still come back to the Indies. Now he can wrestle all these new people that are considered indie superstars like a Mm -hmm. war horse so it's like so that's probably this is probably like a really good first time matchup oh yeah definitely and i'm sure that's something he's excited about too which i feel like he's been diving back into indie wrestling a little bit more because like you said he had been like an indie guy for so long and done like so many probably wrestled so many people um that like there's a whole new crop of guys that he's never got to work with that i'm sure that's something he's definitely looking forward to so yeah um, you didn't really, you didn't have to book Monix though. Like, I think he'll be fine. Just, yeah. Like, like <laughs> I wasn't, oh, I, <laughs> I like that. Um, you know, I kind of got bullied into it. Same okay. with, uh, same with, uh, Billy Starks since she's been a bully lately at BOP. Oh, really? Like, oh yeah. Like I, you guys have missed it. She's been cheating. She faked an injury. Uh, against oh Rachel God, Ellery. Yeah, yeah, she she's become just like pure evil. So uh, same thing with her. Uh, basically, the second uh, Monix found out I had a show, he's like, "Hey, man, like you know, 
I better be on this. And I was like, oh, well, what? You know, we'll see about it. He's well, like, then you no. put him against Mike Bennett. Yes, yeah. Put him against Bennett. Unfortunately, Bennett did have to pull off the show. So uh, oh, I do I do have a replacement, though. Uh, that's actually what I'll be announcing tomorrow is Monix's new match. Okay. Uh, so I don't – I think people will be happy with it. Uh, which actually, you know what, uh, when's this, uh, episode going to drop? It will not release tomorrow. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't, I didn't want to throw you under the bus. I, no, know, no, I, hey, I don't you know, Oh, like I'm sure two weeks from now. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so his new match is, uh, I think originally he was announced for the 7 PM show. He's getting moved to the 3 PM show and his new opponent is going to be Dan, the dad. So. Oh, okay. Awesome. I think I thought, Monix needs to learn like a lesson or two about yes, I, mm-hmm. I that's why I felt Dan would be uh the best uh replacement opponent because I felt he is someone that could definitely teach Pet a lesson. And uh if he needs to use the belt as well, that's something he could do too. So, you know. We'll we'll see how it goes. But I think I think it'll be a good match. So Yeah. Yeah, I mean I'm looking forward to Monix continuing his losing streak. Um Ho- hopefully, yeah. Well, yeah. we'll have to see about that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, I, I don't. Is this a typo on the next one, Chris? I, I'm not sure who Effie's wrestling, or maybe I just never heard of this person. Did you forget an F at the end of this person's name? Oh no, no, no! no Puff sure. just has one F. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, Sorry, I came in really hot there. I apologize. Chris. Uh, it's it's you know, all right, man. Copy and no. paste, you know. Yeah, I learned my lesson. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, but yeah, no, Puff is, uh, he's a Buffalo guy. He's one of the Buffalo boys with uh, Garcia, Blackwood, all of them. Okay. Uh, I know because I talked to him. He's another guy that like I definitely wish was like closer to that we could use more often. Um, but I had been talking to him for a while and I know he had brought up, I think, might have even been back in September during all that weekend that he never got to have a one-on-one match with Effie yet. And I know that was both a match like they had wanted. So when I was starting to put things together, like right away, that was one of the matches. I was like, okay, if I can do that match, I definitely want to do that. So that one was actually one of the easier ones to put together because that was something I'd already had in mind like ahead of time. So it'll definitely be a very entertaining match. Uh, It, might not be your uh, chain wrestling, very technical match, but uh, I think it'll definitely uh, it'll have people talking for sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, we should we should have an exercise one day where we go down the card and list what buffet food fits the match because I feel Ooh, like see that Chris, would be good. I like your that Chris answer. Christopher Daniels match is like your your what's your tried and true buffet food? Is that like your mac and cheese or your pizzas? Like something that always slaps at a buffet yeah. Food? I, I would say something, yeah, something along the lines of that. One of those that's like a go-to that you know everyone's going to go for. So yeah, and then like Effie versus Puff seems like the the ice cream sundae to me. Yes, or like so, yeah, yes. something like that. Def- definitely the ice cream where then you just grab like all the toppings and it's just insane overload, but in a good way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's the sugar, yeah. the sugar high. You, yeah, you will be on a very insane sugar high, and then hopefully the rest of the card you'll just keep that high throughout the rest of the show. So yeah, oh, so it's ice cream early. We're doing ice cream yeah. early. Oh yeah, yep. Er, okay. wait, hold on, I'm trying to think. <laughs> uh, okay, I take that back because I think yeah, Effie and Puff is on the 7 p.m. show. 
Okay. Um, I'm even having trouble. <laughs> yeah, these are my shows, and I'm like, wait, which show is it on again? So. Imagine the savage that walks into a, b- a buffet place and just goes straight for the swirly cone without I mean, doing anything. I'm else. sure there's Why people not? that do that, and you know, I respect it. It's it's a very bold move, but yeah, hey, you know, I respect. You it. know, when, when when times were rough, I remember my aunt would take us to the buffet, <laughs> and we would go in at lunch hour. And hang out <laughs> until I'm, dinner I'm sorry. Time. The start of that. The start <laughs> so, of that killed me. Because <laughs> we still kind of make fun of her to this day. But uh, she would take when she was with the with the kids with us and, and her kids, my cousins. We would go to the buffet like at the very end of lunch hour. So you would just hang out a little bit, and then you get the crossover to dinner time. Oh, okay. so you pay less for lunch, but then you get access to dinner if you're still there. Oh, that's oh. smart. Wow. So, uh, yeah, she, why was not? Either, she was either rigging the system or down on hard times or maybe a little bit both, but I appreciate <laughs> it. Both, you know, I, yeah. I appreciate the hustle. Like lessons learned here. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the most uh, that was like the most touching story I think Chris has ever told on the podcast. So well, nice. talking about touching stories, and we expect the Kyler on the card. Well, um, are you, really? Like <laughs> You know, every no one was surprised by that. You know, I was, was, was kind of on the fence about it, but you know, I thought, uh, all right, yeah. against Trisha Dora. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm uh, assuming this is a, a PM show. Yes, yeah. This is the 3 p.m. show. It's definitely the main event. Uh, I made it clear when I announced Kylie, uh, whoever she's uh, wrestling, she'll be the main event. Uh, I also let her know in advance too. So she had a good, like, solid two, three months to prep for it. So I was like, you'll be able to get the nerves in check since you'll have, like, plenty <laughs> the of The main time. event of the 3 p.m. or the 7? Yeah. yeah, the, the, the 3 p.m. No, no, I wasn't going to make her work the uh, main event on two shows. Like, hey, yeah, let's let's send your anxiety through the roof. So. <laughs> no, but, yeah, uh, she definitely earned it, and that's, like, uh, yeah, that's, like, an ode to for your fandom for her. Yes, yeah, because I mean, everyone knew obviously she was going to be involved in some way. So right. yeah, um, I had talked to her, and I know I brought up Trish because I know we had her for that day, and that was somebody I know she had wanted to work too. So that was another easy one right away. She was all for it. I know Trish is really excited for it, and yeah, I definitely think that's going to be like one of the like best matches, uh, mm-hmm. probably throughout the whole day. So. Yeah. Uh, Trishador is someone I feel like uh, it's a name I've been seeing a lot more, uh, mm-hmm. probably oh, for yeah. good reason. Another name I've been seeing a lot more, Brian Keith taking on Isaiah Velasquez. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a hashtag. I love it. Um, yeah. So especially from going to a lot of the freelance shows, like I had seen plenty of Brian Keith, thought he was great. And then like just seeing him in person at those freelance shows and then, you know, getting a chance to actually talk with him and like get to know him. I was like, yeah, this, like this guy needs to be at BLP. Like it's not a surprise why he's getting booked pretty much all over the country now. Uh, I definitely think now he's pretty much like up there as like one of the top indie guys. So uh, I know uh, that was someone Isaiah had specifically asked for, which I was kind of surprised because I was like, Hey man, like he hits pretty hard, dude. Like, are you are you good? <laughs> like, yeah. And he's like, yeah. He's like, I'll I'll prep for it. I'll be good. I was like, all right, man. 
was like, if you want it, I was like, you got it. So yeah, that that's another match that I think uh, a lot of people will be very happy with that I think will be really good. Too. Yeah, I, that's definitely one of the ones that caught my eye. Yep. Uh, one, once announced for sure. It's kind of cool that he, you see the ripple effect of his effort, right? He gets oh, yeah. booked at like a freelance underground show, and then he gets booked at a freelance wrestling show, and then he just starts heading head a little east over the border, and now he's like, but like it's just like a him being in this area has a ripple effect, and now everyone's like, oh shit, like uh, this yep. is really good. Let's try to get him in. So it's it's kind of so you see the fruits of his labor. Oh yeah, which is great because I know too like. Texas is such a big place that like, I feel like there's a lot of people that get overlooked or like, because it's such a big place that like, there's a lot of guys that get stuck just working the Texas promotions. So it's cool to see him break out. Cause yeah, he's definitely somebody that should be working everywhere. So it's definitely nice to see. Definitely. Um, I don't, so I know, I know like Kevin Blackwood, I think I've seen him a few times. Like yes. He's like, uh, he's like a lot, expect a lot of striking kicks and things like that. That's what comes mm-hmm. to mind. I don't yes. know anything about the his opponent though. Um, oh, at least okay. the first show, Titus Alexander. I think. Yes, yeah, Titus. Uh, that's a match that's going to be really crazy too. So Blackwood, he's been a regular at BOP now. Right, love him. Uh, trying to work my way into convincing Mikey to just put like all the titles on him. I'm all on the <laughs> Kevin Blackwood bandwagon. Uh, okay. Yeah, he's he's such a great guy, and yeah, he's an incredible wrestler too. So uh, Titus Alexander, he is a West Coast guy. I think he's based out of Sacramento. And when I made that West Coast trip around, I think it was like right before Thanksgiving, I went to a Defy show in Seattle, and then I hit up PWG in L.A. So when I went to the Defy show, he actually opened the show with Leo Rush, and like I had heard his name a couple times before, but I hadn't really seen any of his stuff. Right. And just sitting through that opening match, like I even tweeted during the match, I was like, okay, this dude's like incredible. Like he is really good. Yeah. And like for opening the show, that was definitely one of those openers that like afterwards you're like, oh, everyone after them is screwed because they're gonna have to follow that match. Yeah. So uh, I know I made it a point after the show. Uh, I went up and introduced myself and told him right away. I was like, Hey, I already followed you on the BLP accounts. I was like, I will be reaching out to you. You'll be at BLP at some point in 2022. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So when I knew I was definitely doing my shows, he was one of the first people I reached out to because, uh, I definitely think. Uh, like Nick Wayne, he's another West Coast kid that's relatively young. I think he's only like 16 still, 16, 17, something crazy like that. Uh, he's been the first one to blow up over there and become like a like national name. But I definitely think Titus is going to be the next one that blows up. And uh-huh. like he'll be working like all over the place. And like he's someone you'll definitely be hearing a lot about, I think, this year and next year for sure. Nice. It's kind of cool. You went on a uh, like a little, almost a little scouting trip, whether you yeah. meant to yeah. or not. You know, got some scouting in. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. That's cool. Um, yeah. Uh, so Calvin Takeman versus Chris Bay. So I think the yes, the styles is unique, right? Yep. So it's uh, I don't know. I don't know if I want to call. I would call Calvin Goliath. I don't know if I want to call Chris Bay David, but yes, just like in. You know, it's it's big and it's it's base and not and and not right. Base. I don't know yeah. what we want to call that. So. 
size wise, I get making that comparison for Bay, but that's why I thought that would be a really good matchup because Bay is so good. And especially like the last, you know, year, two years from everything he's been able to do an impact and then joining the bullet club, getting to do all this stuff in new Japan and everything like he's taken off big time. So like, yeah, Tankman's obviously like the bigger dude. He has the size and strength advantage, but I definitely think this will be a good test for him because it's somebody he won't just be able to like overpower and manhandle. Okay. So I think it'll definitely be it'll be a good matchup. So nice. I'm excited uh, about it. Um the the speedball Mike speedball Mike Bailey, I know like he was in Japan for a while. Is he around here? You guys find him like where does he stay usually? Because I know that's a guy I haven't seen too much of, but I know who he is. Yes. So I know I want to say he's based in the US now. I okay. could be wrong about that. Um, because I know he's originally from Canada. And I think he was one of those guys that got unlucky and got popped at the border and got hit with one of those five year bands. Mm, yeah. So that's why oh, he shit. Is- yeah, so he, was working, type. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so he was working primarily like Canada since he was stuck there, but he could still obviously go to like UK, Japan and everything. So he was working heavy over there. Yeah. And then like within no time of his band being up, uh, like Impact signed him like instantly, which I think okay. is a huge right, gift right. for them because I wouldn't be surprised if AEW and WWE were interested in him because he's just ridiculously talented like if you go back to those earlier pwg shows like 2012 2013 2014 like he was having some wild matches on those shows with guys so uh i know like once he was over here we reached out to him like immediately and was like hey any and every show we can get you on like we would love to have you uh so that's why we were able to use him down in dallas even which was surprising because i think like by the time he worked our show, that was like his seventh or eighth match of the weekend. Damn. And he was like, ah, I might be a little tired, you know, might be a little beat up. <laughs> and like, the second he went out there, like, you would not have been able to tell he had worked like seven matches already. Like, the dude yeah. on another level. It's insane. Is he like martial artsy? I think I feel yes. like he is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's another one of those guys. Uh, doesn't I think he's yeah barefoot uh, rocks the kick pads which I've definitely heard from right. guys. Right. Uh, uh, thank God he wears the kick pads because his kicks are brutal as is with the kick pads. So, okay. Yeah. He uh, yeah he's definitely another striker and stuff. And I know uh, what him and Alec Price had a match. Oh gosh, it was one of the East Coast promotions. I think it was like Blitzkrieg or Limitless. One of those East Coast promotions. They had a match a few months ago. And that match was crazy. So Alec Price was another one. He's right. another guy that's been blowing up on the indies. And uh, same thing with uh, Titus and Blackwood. Uh, he agreed to work both shows. So I figured one of the matches for him, like to run back that match with Speedball, that would be a crazy match. So that's why that one was a no-brainer, too. That was an easy decision. Yeah, I, I, I picture Speedball Mike Bailey in a full gi. Has he ever wrestled in a gi? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. No, I definitely know more than I think I let on today, at least okay. from yeah. in looking at this agenda. <laughs> um, okay, Chris, I did find a typo on the agenda. Ooh, slacking, man. Oh, my goodness. What is it? The Rascals. It ends in, a Z, it ends in a Z, doesn't it? 
Is that a different team? <laughs> yes. No, it, it ends in It's just been so long since they have been around in the Indies. Okay, they have seen them together. That's, that's fair. I'll, I'll I got you. you. I'm just I'll go, I don't know why I'm doing it. Chris actually made the agenda for me today and okay. has a couple. Not that one person needs to do it, but like, I, I don't know why. I'm Chris. No, I, I, I get take it. it back. Even though he's it's the fine. one that made the agenda, we'll just throw him under the bus right now. Yeah. You know, Listen, uh, the rest has one job. You know, has that happened before? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't think it had Rascals Bang Bros. I think this is like. Bang Bros, I feel like can take on this challenge, but this is almost just like, okay, like, all right, this is a big, really big challenge for you. Are you ready for this? And I think they're a little yes. handle it, but uh especially since they decided to heavily disappoint me and have linked up with Trevor Outlaw at our shows. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Can we talk about that? What is like going on with I that? Mean, I mean, I don't want to, but I feel like it needs to be addressed. Because, like, also, we keep telling him, like, you're banned from the shows. You're not allowed to be here. And, like, somehow he keeps sneaking in. Trevor. And then walks out with Davey in August. Like, I I don't know. I keep sneaking in with a leopard print shirt on. Yes. Like, no one can <laughs> find, figure out who, like, who the guy appara- is. Apparently, whoever's in charge of the door is not, like, watching the door at all. Since not he's at all. Able to in his defense, it. it could be considered fancy wrestling, you know? Oh, well, yeah, but... Oh, he's, maybe it's how I got in dress code. He's just annoying, like, <laughs> obnoxious, but it's whatever. So, yeah, since for whatever reason, Davy and August are like buddy buddy with him now, why I don't know. Like, I liked them, I thought they were great. They were, you know, nice kids, but, you know, they're maybe it's the lack of parental supervision, you know, falling in with the wrong group. <laughs> You know, like Trevor's just a bad influence, man. So uh, since he likes to keep running his mouth and right. saying, you know, Davey and August are the best tag team in the Midwest. I was like, all right, all right. If you want to keep talking for them, I was like, well, they can face a big test and face a legitimate, really good tag team. And uh, we'll see if they can hold their own. So if they get their ass kicked, then it's Trevor's fault. Is that true or false? Exactly. Yes. Okay. If if they get their asses kicked, it's a hundred percent on Trevor. He's got to live with that. And especially from his reaction when I announced it, I think he's pretty nervous. He'll probably deny that. Uh, but yeah, so it'll be a big test for them. But I I think they'll be able to hold their own. I wouldn't purposely book it if I thought they had no chance at all whatsoever. I'm not that mean, even though I don't like Trevor, you know, I I think the, I think you said it like the, the mouth part. I think that uh, Davey and August, right. will go into the ring and they'll kick their ass and they'll jump off the, they'll both do a double flip in synchronization. They have Mm -hmm. no problem with that. Right. Um, the, where they do maybe do have a problem with is speaking up. It's like getting that, maybe having that aggressive mouthy side to elevate them into a certain match or get, or maybe get some pull in the locker room or things like that. So like, that's what Trevor has. So that, right. I, I guess the pairing does kind of make sense when you look at like skill sets. I mean, to be fair, yes, it does make sense. <laughs> I'm just not happy about it. Yeah, I wish it was fair. literally anyone else they had, like, you know, decided to partner with. Because, mm-hmm. like, the logic makes sense. And, I mean, it has been working because they've been getting bigger matches at BOP. So, I hate to admit that it is working, but, you know. But there would be put to the test for sure. 
Yes, definitely. So yep. test test for for the bank bros. Oh yeah, and you know, well, Trevor got them there. Now it's on the bank bros to prove themselves. Yes. and really see Which, if they can match. That. I, I think they'll be able to prove themselves. I think they'll surprise a lot of people, which I mean, I didn't see a lot of people right away that like, you know, oh, the rascals are totally, you know, going to just destroy them. Like the Bang Bros have no chance. I think a lot of people are excited for the matchup. And I think a lot of people realize that Davey and August will definitely be able to hold their own. Mm-hmm. So that's something I'm looking forward to because even though the last few months they've been disappointing me, uh, I, I did feel they deserved the opportunity. And, you know, giving them a big match, which also, that's another thing. It's been every single month. Trevor is banned. He's not booked. He's not invited. <laughs> okay. I don't even want him buying a ticket to my shows. Like, just stay home. Go go to a Sox game if there's a Sox game that day. You know, like, just leave me alone for just one day. That's it. That's all I ask. One day. Maybe that's why it's called Tyler's Day Off. It's your you day give off Tyler of a day off with Trevor. Yeah. Trevor yeah. See, there you go. That's that's the reason. Yeah. Just okay. one day without Trevor would be better than probably any match I could book. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it's very big of you to can to help out Davy in August, obviously. So yes. um was wish yeah. you the best in dealing with the repercussions that may come with. with uh, yeah. Thank you. Ho- hopefully, they'll come to their senses soon, but. I'm not. I'm not getting my hopes up for that. So we'll just deal with it as we go. Okay. Um, and then, so and then there was one. Tyus Alexander was was announced for one other match. Once, like I said, this isn't this isn't all of your matches. They're still gonna. We're recording us on May 18th. May 18th. Right. So we still got some time. Yeah. Uh, leading up to it. So so more will be announced. So if you're listening to this a day before the show, like there's mm-hmm. more on the show. Yes. Um, but yeah, he's wrestling ACH, which is cool to see. ACH. Yes, yeah, that I wanted to give Titus two big matches because I definitely feel like he's gonna be able to have like a breakout performance during the day. And I think between the match with Blackwood and then especially that match with ACH, like I think he's definitely gonna have a lot of people talking. And especially, I wouldn't be surprised if after these two shows, you start to see him pop up more places like within the Midwest. Right. Hopefully even the East Coast or something. But yeah, that was like a big thing I wanted to do too was besides booking like my friends and people I wanted to book, I wanted to book people like Titus so that it was giving people an opportunity to break out and then hopefully like blow up, be able to get some more bookings after this and stuff. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like you're, I mean, like kind of like what we touched on, like despite your name in the show. There are many purposes to this show. Yes. <laughs> a little bit of celebrating graduation, a little bit like, but you've earned you. I think you've earned this. So congrats to the show as well. well I appreciate that. Uh, but you're put, giving shine to other people that, have, you know, you were friends with, but that also just deserve it who are not right. from this area. Mm-hmm. So everyone gets a little love. Yep. Except Trevor Outlaw is banned. As, yes. As, as, as <laughs> everyone except Trevor. Like, <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much how I, got. I mean, he even tried bribing me. Like, he bought me Bulls tickets on my birthday. I did see I, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> rare. Like, dude, dude's been very desperate. Even that picture, he, that picture taken out of context on Twitter, it would seem like you guys are friends. 
Yeah, I know. That's why I made sure to add the caption. Like, I was also smiling, too, because in my head, I was thinking, like, oh, like, this idiot bought me tickets, thinking it would get him booked on my show. Yeah, so you're taking advantage of the tickets. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, that's why, like, after the show, like, as I was leaving, I was like, hey, man, like, you're still not booked. And, you know, obviously wasn't happy about that, but whatever. (laughs) I'll keep trying, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I'm sure. There's still, what, like two weeks? I'm sure he'll be trying plenty. Yeah, that's, that's another point I want to hit home. No matter when you're on this, we have two weeks to promote this episode now. It's pretty good that we we don't do show previews this far in advance, so I think that's a positive thing. But I'm like, I'm on vacation next week, so it's like this is the week we wanted to do it. And um, there will be more announced. So Right, yeah. I definitely if, still have... Mm-hmm. Probably at least like another like four or five matches at least, I think. So. Okay. okay. Cool. More to come. And then are people going to double up? There's just going to be a few doubling up. Is there someone? Is there talent yeah. that hasn't been? That's going to be on one of these shows that we have it that still um, be revealed? Yeah. So I think for the most part, I think there's still, I don't think there's anybody that hasn't been announced that like I didn't at least say would be appearing at one of the shows okay um and then yeah there will be some people doubling up uh titus alexander both of his yeah. matches have been announced alec price both of his matches have been announced okay uh kevin blackwood i know i announced his 3 p.m show his 7 p.m show still has to be announced okay uh, i'm trying to think who else uh oh filthy tom lawler his oh, match shit. announced yeah yeah, um, I, I was uh, yeah. yeah. So I, in my agenda, I was surprised I did not have him on there because I'm like, have I seen him? I feel like I have. Yeah, and, and yeah. I also did a BLP. Talk staple. about a B, Yeah, talk about a BLP staple. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He he's definitely our ace. That's why. Like, I had to make sure I at mm-hmm. least announce him because I was like, I can't do a BLP <laughs> ace show versus ace. You know, <laughs> I was thinking about that, but Isaiah specifically asked for Brian Keith, so. Yeah, I yeah, wanted yeah. I wanted to do whatever I could to get him on the show for sure. <laughs> uh, you know, I was like, whatever it takes, like I'm in. Like I'll I'll walk Gemini if I need to. Like, I'll, <laughs> oh right, right, yeah. their their dog, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Anything else that we need to know about it? I mean, I think this has been a really solid preview. Tyler'sdayoff.com. <laughs> for those watching on YouTube, anytime like yes. break, Just, ran, we laugh randomly is because Chris right. put something on there, the on the screen. Yeah, there you right. go. Oh, I don't know if it's clickable, but it'll be in the description. So well, I don't yeah. think we're that advanced it, on it, YouTube yet. It's also a very easy link to type in. So, I mean, that helps yep. too. But, uh, yeah, um, like I said, there'll definitely be a few more matches to be announced. Uh, probably, I mean, I don't want to overhype it too much. There's still some big matches to be announced. I think people will be happy with uh, if, well, People should already be happy with everything I announced. At I least know. I hope. Uh, but yeah, it. Uh, all I can say is, if you haven't bought your tickets yet, you definitely should. Uh, you will deeply regret not showing up if you don't buy your tickets. And uh, yeah, it's for a good cause too. Like, so you'll feel good about showing up, be able to see a ton of great wrestling, and yeah. I'm 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 excited. I can't wait for it. It's definitely going to be a lot of fun. Awesome, awesome. So Tyler, where can people find you on social media handles and BLP as well? Right, like it's, yes. it's a joint show. It's Tyler is synonymous to BLP at this point. 
Mm-hmm. So um, plug away and and uh, you know let us know. All right, sounds good. So you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. It's the same handle. It's Prince underscore Petty underscore. And then for the Black Label Pro accounts, I believe the Twitter is at B Label Pro. And then on Instagram, I think it is the full Black Label Pro. Um, obviously, if you just type in Black Label Pro, it, the page will definitely pop up if you search it. Uh, same thing with Facebook, too. Uh, the VOP page on there. So plenty of ways to find us. Uh, even after my shows, we'll be doing a lot of stuff over the summer. We got some big things coming up. So, yeah, the rest of the year, this is just a little snippet of what we plan on doing a lot the rest of this year. Awesome. Cool, awesome. man. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, oh, yeah. Hey, I'm more than happy to. Thank you guys for having me so I could plug the show. I appreciate it. Always enjoy talking with you guys. Definitely. Yeah, Chris, feel free to take us home. Yep. Uh, as far as Two Heels and a Face goes, you can find us on uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, at Two Heels and a Face, number Two Heels and a Face. You can visit our website, twoheelsandaface.com. And um, outside of that, uh, I don't know, hashtag beat up GPA. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Why not? Hashtag Viva La Chico. I mean, if you want us to s- sneak in Chico on the show, I mean, I think you'd, mm-hmm. you'd appreciate <laughs> it. Hey, hey, Chico don't tap either. He does not. <laughs> nope. Never Chico has, never will. Never has, never will. But remember, never. hashtag respect the setup. Eh? Yes, so, of course. All right. Well, again, Tyler, thank you. Good luck. Well, you know, we're we're proud to say that we're 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 a sponsor of the yes. show. Oh yeah. Thank you very much um, for being. Yes, you guys are a sponsor of the show, so I appreciate that as well. Absolutely. And um, yeah, we're looking forward to it. So see you on June fourth. See you on June fourth. Absolutely, looking forward to it, guys. My call.